Pastor Sandra tells it as it is. This is the second part of my teaching entitled, Can You Hear the Voice in Your Wilderness? There is a voice calling in your wilderness and this teaching is to assist on how you can identify the voice that is calling in your wilderness and give you the tool on how to come out of the wilderness. Every one of us experience wilderness at some point in our journey of faith. Jesus, after fasting for 40 days, the Bible let us know he was thrown in out in the wilderness. So Jesus too had this wilderness experience in the life of his ministry. Apostle Paul experienced um, several wilderness um, in his time of ministry, several wilderness um, um, experience um, he had to go through. Um, the prophets of old experienced wilderness. Um, Elijah, the two Elijahs, um, Abraham, Gideon, Hezekiah, etc. Um, so John the baptizer's calling was to clear the way and make it straight for the coming of the Messiah. So in Luke 3, 3, the Bible let us know um, here. Um, um, here comes John the baptizer's calling and, and it took him into all the country around the Jordan, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sin, of sins. John was called to address repentance. That was his mandate. That was his calling. And repentance is the cure for wilderness. Why? Because this is what sin does to a life outside of God and Christ. Sin puts you and I in the wilderness. So John the baptizer was sent to deliver children of God out of the wilderness. In my teaching last week, I gave the Greek word, eremos, for the word wilderness. Eremos means to lay waste. Eremos um, is when something comes to naught. It is a lonesome, deserted, dry and solitary place. Nothing is happening in the wilderness. No growth, no development, no evolution, no increase, no advance, no space. And in agricultural terms, it is a tract or region uncultivated, unhospitable, uninhabited waste, a jungle or something in the wild. So all the above is what wilderness looks like in the physical. But John the baptizer was given the task to lead children of God into a baptism of repentance from their sins. Repentance is a feeling of remorse and regret and sorrow um, um, that you're saying, I need to change, I need to get out of this. Uh, I'm feeling sick and tired of feeling sick and tired. I just can't take this anymore. So John was called to prepare the way for the change. And as I shared last week, John the baptizer was the voice. Voice means transformation or cause or to cause transformational change from the wilderness of darkness to light. So Apostle John was sent to teach 
the transition and how to make your path and my path straight to receive the coming Messiah. And we know who the coming Messiah is. The coming Messiah was and is to come is, is, is Jesus Christ, Jesus the Christ. So Jesus is the one that transforms the transformation um, and makes the transformation. Jesus um, is the one John refers to when he said, I baptize you with water, but there is one coming after me. I am not worthy to tie the latchet on his shoes. He will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. I love that. He will deliver you from the wilderness of sin. So eramos is the Greek word for wilderness, wilderness um, which just means waste. Uh, like when something comes to naught, uh, uh, lonesome, deserted, dry, and solitary. Does that speak of your life at the moment? Nothing is happening. Uh, no growth. There is no development. There is no evolution. No increase. No advance. Um, you're just like a tractor or a region uncultivated, unhospitable, unhospitable, uninhabitable waste you're just sitting there you're just like a loose cannon um just think about the many lives that are laying waste or 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 or, or what i have just described yeah you 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 you're uncultivated but yet your soil is so rich and um you're unhospitable but yet you're so talented and um, you're uninhabitable, but yet you have so much going to, for, for you. So last week I took the first two lines and I gave meanings and definitions where John the baptizer said, every mountain and hill shall be made low. And I'm going to continue with the teaching on the last two lines in verse 5, where he said, the crooked roads shall become straight. And the rough ways smooth. So the word crooked, the crooked means bent. It means curved and walked and twisted and kinked. And the word crooked makes the sentence very interesting. Number one, because the Holy Spirit wants you and I to know someone or somebody has made some adjustments to the road. The crooked roads means um, it shall become straight and the rough way is smooth because the Holy Spirit wants you and I to know that someone or somebody has made some changes, has made some alterations to your road and my road. and Someone um, has made um, um, some adjustment to your road. Has anyone made any alterations or adjustments? Um, to your road, child of God. Um, um, but Pastor Sandra, a road is normally built with all the features you, you have stated. You have stated bent in the road, curved in the road, warped road, twisted road, kink road. All the above are true, child of God. A road is, a road is not just one straight line. It has curves. It looks warped. It looks twisted. It looks kink. Children of God, road or pathway 
is symbolic to our heart. Apostle John was sent to clear the pathway that leads to your heart and my heart. And the reason why it is interesting is because it is the pathway that man cannot see with the visible eyes. It is the part where the Bible says, out of, of, out of it flows the issues of life. So the Holy Spirit wants you and I to know someone has made adjustment to that pathway or to that robe. The book of Proverbs 4.23 says, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. So these are what are causing the road to be bent and warped and damaged and distorted and crookedness in the road. Where do they come from? They come from the issues of life. What are the issues of life, Pastor Sandro? They are life's questions, life's topics and problems, life's subjects, life's concerns and matter, life's fiction and non-fiction as well. This is the area where the enemy is brilliant in using atrocities to form inroads to destroy lives, to destroy relationship between you and I and Papa God. So, guard your heart. We need to guard our heart. Proverbs 4.23 again, above all else, God, your heart, for everything you do flows from it. So I want to show you something. I want to show something to you, child of God. I want you to see what the enemy was using this child of God to do. And Papa God had to enter the Damascus road of this child of God and cause every crooked to be straight and roughness smooth. The crookedness and rough, roughness on this Damascus road means murder. It means bumpy and a rough ride. It means uneven. It means jabbed. It means patchy, coarse, sporadic, infrequent. It means intermittent. It means wicked. It means dear devil. It means abuse. It means evil. It means somebody who was bloodthirsty and bad. It also means suddenly. And I like the word suddenly. Because suddenly represent Papa God, the Almighty. So Acts chapter 9, and I read. I believe the version is the New International Version. Uh, meanwhile, Saul was still breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogue in Damascus so that if, if he found any there, who belonged to the way, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you? Saul asked. I am Jesus, who you are persecuting, he replied. Now get up and go into the city and you will be told what you must do. The men traveling with Saul stood there speechless. They heard the sound 
but did not see anyone. Saul got up from the ground, but when he opened his eyes, he could see nothing. So they led him by the hand into Damascus. For three days he was blind and did not eat or drink anything. In Damascus there was a disciple named Ananias. The Lord called to him in a vision, Ananias! Yes, Lord, he answered. The Lord told him, go to the house of Judas on straight street and ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul for his praying. In a vision, he has seen a man named Ananias come and place his hands on him to restore his sight. Lord, Ananias answered, I have heard many reports about this man on all the harm he has done to your holy people in Jerusalem. And he has come here with authority from the chief priest to arrest all who can, who call on your name. But the Lord said to Ananias, Go, this man is my chosen instrument to proclaim my name to the Gentiles and their kings and to the people of Israel. I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. So children of God, why did I give you this text? I gave this text to show you how Papa God gave mandate to John the baptizer to deliver children of God who are in the wilderness of sin. And the only way for them to come out of their wilderness is by baptism of repentance from their sin. Sin is the wickedness that caused the relationship to be crooked and bent and warped and curved and twisted between Papa God and his children. When the road is crooked or bent and warped or curved or twisted, it means there is a huge problem. There's a problem with, with the relationship. Crooked road could be there's a communication problem. God is not getting true and you are not getting true. Persons are not engaging with each other. They are not on the same page with each other or the message is not filtering across. Um, crook road could be because um, there is a lack of understanding, lack of respect for each other. And, and when there's lack of disrespect, there comes disobedience. There comes non-compliance, insubordination, re rebelliousness, mutiny, and unruliness. How many times must I talk to you? How many times must I send um, guidance to you? And you pay no mind. How many times? How many times must I um, say I don't like this? How many times must I tell you not to do that? Is he talking to you, child of God? Is he sending me to tell you? Eh? How many times must I tell you not to do that? This is the right way. Yes. He said I will make your rough road smooth. Rough road could mean selfishness. It is all about me, egocentric, self-centered. Disobedience is either my way or the highway. So I give these to show you what God did to the road called Damascus. I give this to show you how the enemy made inroads and even had the audacity to alter the name of this child of God from Paul to Saul. Saul represents alteration, it represents control, 
threats, violence, havoc, intimidations, torments, fear, terror, dread, anxiety, inflictions, persecutions, bully, and murder. But in Acts chapter 9, the Bible let us know, Papa God came on the scene in the wilderness and shined his light on the road of terror in Acts chapter 9. And I read, I am Jesus, who you are persecuting, he said. Now get up and go into the city and you will tell what you must do. The men traveled with Saul stood there speechless. They heard the sound but did not see anything. Saul got up from the ground but when he opened his eyes he could see nothing. So they led him by the hand in, into Damascus. For three days he was blind and did not eat or drink anything. In Damascus there was a disciple named Ananias and the Lord said to him in a vision Ananias yes Lord and he answered the Lord told me to go to the house of Judas on straight street and ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul named Saul verse Verse 15, I jumped down to verse 15. But the Lord said to Ananias, Go, this is my chosen instrument to proclaim my name to the Gentiles and after kings and to the people of Israel. I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. And I've given you this child of God because he said, I will cause every crooked in the road of your salvation to be straight, says God. He says, I will cause the uneven road. Yeah, all the, the, the issues that are placed on your road, the, the course, the sporadic um, 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 the interferences, the, the, in, the, the intermittent and bumpiness, that the enemy has put in your road, the havoc and violence, um, the, the intimidations and torments and fear and terror and dread, anxiety, inflictions, persecutions, bullying, murder. God says, I will cause them to be, I will, I will cause them to be smooth. So, child of God, I'm going to stop here today um, because um, of time. And I'm going to pray. Father God, thank you again for this wonderful, insightful teaching. And thank you for sending it in this season of our lives. Let your word minister to every era and every life that is in the wilderness and every activities and every roughness and every terror and dread and havoc that is preventing your children to have full relationship with you. Remove everything that is hindering you, hindering them from 
having full relationship with you. And I ask that you baptize with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Fire to burn and to destroy every device, every strategy, every onslaught, every embargo that the enemy has placed on the road of your children. Fire to burn every control and threat and violence and intimidations and inflictions and fear and terror and dread and persecution and bullying and murder. Fire to destroy that device, that ambush that has been placed on the road. And so make every valley to come and, 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 and uh, smooth. Every mountain and hill, bring them low, level them out. Make the crooked roads straight. Let them, the crooked roads, become straight and the rough ways smooth so all people will see and know God is their salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Pastor Sandra, checking out. Until next time, God bless you.